Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and we have been hanging out with Craig and just a powerful story of how God has helped him overcome alcohol addiction. And I know we all know somebody that unfortunately has uh, struggled with alcohol. And I want to remind you there's always hope because of Jesus. It could take a lot of work, but it just starts with one simple step. And uh, man, if you missed our first two programs on Tuesday and Wednesday, really want to encourage you uh, to go check out uh, the podcast of these radio programs at our website, hopeisheretoday.org. That's hopeisheretoday.org or uh, whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. We're on all the major platforms. Just simply type in Hope Is Here and hope maybe you'll subscribe to that. It helps people find us. If you're blessed by the programs, uh, leave a review. Uh, Once again, it helps people find us easier when they're searching online. But uh, Craig, yesterday you shared just a powerful moment um, where you were out in Las Vegas and uh, went for a run and uh, the state park there and uh, God spoke to you. So kind of start back again for anybody that maybe missed yesterday's program about that. This was about uh, four years or so into my recovery um, from uh, from a very hopeless and dark place with alcohol. And I... um, God spoke to me uh, in the desert of all places, and he said, uh, and it was a, a voice, very clear voice from behind my right shoulder, and he said, isn't this beautiful? I made this for you. And I just was just filled with just this joy in my heart, and um, I couldn't believe what I heard, and uh, I was at a conference full of scientists and PhDs <laughs> deal with the earth, you know, and uh, uh, it didn't... You know, I couldn't really go home and tell anybody or share this with with anybody. And 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 um, really, um, my spiritual journey with with Jesus really hadn't begun yet. You know, as as I shared uh, the other day, I I was uh, raised in the Methodist Church and certainly believed in Jesus. And uh, but when I left the home, I just kind of uh, went away. Um, I um, actually feel very guilty this day that I didn't raise my children in the in, in the church but I was married to a woman who had uh, been raised in a in a church and her mom was died of a of, of a disease a rare disease when she was 12 and mm-hmm. she kind of had to take on responsibility and she kind of blamed God and so I kind of went along with it, with that um, but anyway um, I continued my journey of, of recovery. And as I uh, talked about yesterday, uh, in recovery, I was told, um, and I do it, uh, I get down on my knees and, uh, I have one of these, uh, sauna tubs or whatever in the corner of my bathroom. Uh, I've never used it except it makes a great altar. And I, uh, I say a prayer every night and, uh, usually I'm thanking God and, you know, I'd kind of practiced with a certain prayer, and uh, and then it became more of you know thanking God, and because I because by by then a lot of grace was coming into my my life. You know, um, my marriage was good, and um, my wife and I had also kind of talked about um, going to church. And somewhere around then, we'd you know gone to a couple church uh, Christmas things. 
We had uh, started going to some Sunday classes and churches, you know, just all over Lexington, Kentucky here, um, which you can pretty much find a church everywhere. Um, and uh, I'm, 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 I'm kneeling down one night, and this same voice comes and it says, it, it, it's kind of strange, he, says, he just said, you know, I have a son. And sort of chuckled. And I think that was God telling me that, you know, I, I should uh, maybe, being spiritual was, was okay. But his real want for me was to find Jesus. And so we picked a church. We started going. Uh, and we both were baptized. My wife says one of the kindest things I ever did was she said first, she said, I want to be baptized. And they had this baptized baptism night, you know, where people line up. And, and she did it. And I went and supported her. And afterwards, she goes, thank you. And I said, for what? And she said, because for once, you didn't jump in and make it about you. You let me do this. And I kind of learned a little something about getting out of self. And then about three months later, they had the same thing out in the pond, you know. And so I went out and got baptized. And I'd been baptized, you know, as the Methodists do when you're little. And I think I was baptized, you know, when I was in uh, high school, maybe. But this time I was baptized, you know. And uh, I started to to pursue Jesus a little more seriously and started uh, getting into scripture, started volunteering at church, um, still very heavily involved in my program of recovery, which, you know, and, and so what I'm seeing is the two go together very much, you know. Um, my program of recovery gives me the God of my choice, but uh, I see where the God of my choice is, is, is for me. This is for me. This is for Craig is Jesus. And so um, the third time this happened was about uh, three years later. Same place. I'm kneeling down. Um, I'm saying my prayer, and then all of a sudden my mind goes totally blank. And I can't tell you whether it was for 15 seconds or maybe a minute, no more. It seemed like an eternity, and my mind was blank. And that voice all of a sudden said, this time, I'm Jesus. Same voice. You know, it's the Trinity, I guess, So, it's, but the same voice. He goes, this time, it, I'm Jesus. I just wanted to give you a small gift of peace. And he sort of hinted that, you know, he didn't say it, but I felt like maybe this was a one-time thing. I don't know, but, but he gave it to me, and it was real. And I felt it in my heart, and I felt great joy, right? This is another thing. As I've had my journey with Jesus, I find more and more joy in my heart. And it's hard for me to explain, but it's real. You know, you hear about my heart smiling. <laughs> well, my heart, my heart smiles a lot. 
right? <laughs> it's a it's it's a it's a really good feeling. So, uh, I work from home. Uh, I I do believe in being very intentional with God. Um, there's a couple of ways. One is this nightly prayer. I have a prayer I say upon awakening before I even get out of bed every morning. The one at night I kneel down, and, and I do this pretty much every day. Um, another thing I do is I go for walks. I got uh, I was running up to half marathons and going crazy, and I got a very severe illness about five years ago, and I had to stop running, and I just never got back into it. But I do. I walked 2,100 miles last year. I walk six miles, seven miles, five miles minimum every single day. And when I do that, I it doesn't matter what's going on in my mind. I can be stressed. I could have something from work. And by the way, God has blessed me with my business. I'm 65 years old, and my business is doing well, you know, um, by no effort of my, my own, just through faith. Um so I, I go on these walks, and, and he allows me to be stressed a little bit and to, to noodle through, you know, some of these things. And then a squirrel pops up or a sun pops up or something, and I immediately my mind turns to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I do this every day in the middle of the day. I work from home. I go into my bedroom to take a quote-unquote nap, but it's never really a nap. It always lasts maybe at the most 20 minutes to 40 minutes. And I start off by laying on my back and letting some of this stuff go through my mind, and then I start praying. And generally speaking, I fall asleep. I'm relaxed. All of a sudden, I go from stressed out, worrying about work or family or whatever, and I, and I, and I fall asleep. Um this one particular day, and I always pray um, when I do this, and this one particular day, um, it was like in my sleep I had gone into this deep sleep and turned on my side, and at my side I entered a tunnel. And the tunnel was dark, and then it became bright green and bright green and brighter, and then white and white, and I'm moving toward the end of the tunnel, and then I stop. And that same voice from behind my right shoulder says, I'm not taking you now, but I want you to know that when I do, it will be this peaceful. So when I'm walking along all stressed out and somebody in my head on the other left shoulder says, you know, Craig, you know, why don't you do this or that? And is this really all of this stuff that you do? worth it why not have some fun and whatever it's like but god is real in my life and not only is god i mean i volunteer i've gotten to work with the youth at my church you know it's like do they want me i had to fill out this thing they checked my background and you know yeah we want you we appreciate you you know and it's it's something to be thrust at 60 years old in a group of eighth grade boys you know it's (laughs) but man you get something out of it you know and uh um my family life's going good. I've had some some restored relations with my daughter. She's bought a house just around the corner. Um, and I just do these things. God has taken away 
um, the desire to drink or even the thought about it, you know, and, and, and uh, I want this. I want to pursue it. God is good. You know, this friend, friend, friend of mine and I go golfing frequently. And um, we, we walk. And he's always late. And I stress about him being late. And he's probably stresses about because he thinks he's on time. And he shows up and we look at each other. We hit our balls and we walk. And before we get to the ladies' tee, we both look at each other and go, God is good. And then we look and wink and nod and say, all the time. Mm. And what I've learned is that Jesus gives you peace. I'm going to have a life. People are going to die. I'm going to get sick. People are going to get sick. I had a dog pass away just the other day. You know, it was, you know, these things happen. Money comes, money goes, whatever. But Jesus gets me through it. And, uh, you know, I can grieve, I can have a little anger, I can have whatever, but when, it, when it's time, right, I feel that peace. I feel that joy in my heart that I'm talking about. And this is a man that comes from great darkness. Mm. And now I have joy in my heart. And I'm here to tell you, reach out if you need help. It's, not, it's a disease, it's not you. And mm. God is good all the time, all the time. There's hope. Amen and amen. Wow. What a powerful three days we've had with Craig. And I want to encourage you, if you're where he has been in his past, um, that you would reach out to somebody. Um, You don't have anybody to reach out to, you reach out to me here at Hope is Here. You can go to our website, hopeisheretoday.org. That's hopeisheretoday.org and get in contact. But just know that uh, Jesus wants to help you. There's programs like Craig's uh, involved in that will help set the captives free. So make sure you reach out to someone today if you're really struggling with alcohol. For Craig, I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today. Dot today.